The Royals and Cardinals rivalry returned to Warner Park this week as the Omaha Storm Chasers welcome the Memphis Redbirds to town for the first time since 2019. The Storm Chasers have won just 2 of 5 against the Redbirds and for the fifth time in nine weeks, head into Sunday needing a win to force a series split and in danger of a series loss. Both wins this week have come by just one run, beginning on Tuesday as Brooks Christie locked down his first save of the year with a pair of strikeouts, stranding the go-ahead run on base. Friday's contest was as back and forth as it gets in Omaha's third extra inning affair of the year. Jonah DePoto fired a 1-2-3-10th inning to keep the game tied going to the bottom half, and outfielder Dyron Blanco, who already had four hits in the game, ended things with a drive to right. The 2-2 to Blanco. Fly to right, that should be deep enough. Gomez back into his left, makes the catch. Hicklin tags from third. The throw home. Brewer slides in safely, feet first, and the Chasers win it. 10-9 victory for Omaha in 10 innings. On the walk-off, sacrifice fly from the man of the night, Dyron Blanco. Dyron is on pace for over 100 steals this season. He has four this week against Memphis and ranks second in the minor leagues with 37 swiped bags. But beyond that, he leads the team in three of the four average base stats as well, ranking eighth in the league with a 329 batting average and sixth with his 438 on base percentage. And after opening the season on the injured list, infielder Johan Camargo has been a welcome presence to Omaha's lineup and can be counted on to reach base at least twice every game, literally. He's reached base at least twice in all eight games he's played for Omaha. A 2021 World Series champion with Atlanta, Camargo has gotten on 21 times in his 35 plate appearances for a 600 on base percentage, 11 hits, and 10 walks. After a rough AAA debut last week in St. Paul, Anthony Veneziano was just one out away from a quality start on Tuesday, but still earned his first AAA victory. He heads back to the mound Sunday at 5.05 Central in the series finale before the Storm Chasers hit the road and head to Indianapolis next week at Warner Park for the Omaha Storm Chasers. I'm Nick Batters. The Northwest Arkansas Naturals were coming off a week in Tulsa in which they were swept by the league's best pitching staff, and their losing streak reached nine games after a series-opening loss to the Corpus Christi Hooks back on Tuesday. The Naturals halted the streak one game shy of the franchise record, winning 6-4 on Wednesday while going 0-10 with runners in scoring position. John Rave led the offense with two hits, while Brett DeGuss earned a win in his Royals organizational debut. Another loss on Thursday gave way to a win on Friday, with Tyler Cropley providing some second-inning fireworks to take an early lead. The pitch, Govern goes again, and Cropley hammers one to deep left center field. Barber trying to close on it, circles, and it's gone! Big high five for Tyler Cropley rounding third base. His first of this season puts the Naturals on top, 2-1. to one. Alec Marsh earned his third win of the year, holding the hooks to three runs on five hits with three walks and five punch-outs in a quality start. Will Klein showed off his triple-digit heater over two innings, striking out three in his first save of the year out of the bullpen. The Naturals went on to win 8-5 to to even the series, but were dropped 12-4 to Saturday night, setting up a must-win in order to earn the series split on Sunday before the Naturals are back on the road for a six-game set against the Springfield Cardinals beginning on Tuesday. At Harvest Ballpark in Springdale, Arkansas, with the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, I'm Sean Mernon. After entering the road trip on a season-best 12-game win streak, the River Bandits have had an up-and-down series in Northeast Ohio. Despite winning a pair of slugfests on Wednesday and Friday, all three Quad Cities losses have been by one, with the game-tying run left on third in each game's final inning. While the losses have been low-scoring heartbreakers, the wins have featured some of the Bandits' top offensive showings of the year, including their season-high 16 hits on Friday. Quad Cities has collected a combined 11 multi-hit 
efforts in this week's victories. With his league-leading ninth home run of the year on Wednesday, Gavin Cross has gone 6-for-18 in this series, with five walks and five games. Juan Carlos Negret has also contributed, becoming the first bandit to post a five-RBI night this season, with a double and a blast on Thursday. But once again, the leader of it all has been Javier Vaz. Now with the Midwest League's fifth-best average and sixth-best OPS, number four has collected four multi-hit performances during the week and on Wednesday posted his first career four-RBI game, thanks in no small part to his fourth home run of the year. First pitch to Vaz. Hammered deep to right field. That ball is gone and way gone. Three-run shot for Javier Vaz. Back-to-back games with a bomb, and he has just put Quad Cities in front six to three. That ball was smoked to right field. In addition to career firsts at the plate, left-hander Tyson Guerrero highlighted the week for the pitching staff on Saturday, striking out seven and allowing just one unearned run in a career-high seven innings, becoming the first Bandits pitcher to hit the lucky number this season. Next week, Quad Cities will host Jackson Merrill in the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, with the first of six at Modern Woodman Park set for Tuesday. With the Quad Cities River Bandits, I'm Kyle Kercheville. The Fireflies have stumbled out of the gates this week in Kinston as they have dropped their first five games to the Down East Wood Ducks. But Saturday night, there was a cause for optimism as the offense struck for nine runs after hitting 148 in their first four games and even having a 24-inning scoreless stretch that they snapped during Wednesday's game. Despite the offensive struggles, the team's dominant pitching staff has been good enough to keep them in each game this week. It's been another strong week for the Stars as Steve Zoback went four scoreless frames, Ben Kurna allowed only a pair of earned runs in five innings, Shane Panzini offered four scoreless, and David Sandlin earned his first quality start of the season, punching out 10 for the second time this year. The week was also business as usual for Frank Mazzucato, who tallied his second 10-punch-out game of his career, allowing a single earned run in five innings, topping it off with this strikeout. 1-2 offering. Curveball called strike three. Mazzucato punches out 10 through five innings, and he strands Camp Coley in scoring position once again. Columbia will try to right the shift this afternoon, as they are still tied for first place in the division with 16 games remaining in the first half. From Kinston, North Carolina, I'm John Kosas.